Welcome. I'm so glad you've tuned in to Hope for the Uprooted. I'm Susan Miller with one of those sticky throat things, and I sound like I'm in a tunnel. But hey, I've got a cough drop in my mouth, so we're going to plug on and unpack some feelings and emotions today. The emotional impact of moving, of being uprooted. And that is something that, as women, we deal with. Change is loss, and loss is grieving. With loss comes grieving. And I just want to just encourage you, uh, validate some of your emotional feelings. If you've been uprooted recently, or even in the last year or so, and you just feel like, that you can't get a grip. So many women that come to me or that I speak to across the nation will say to me with tears in their eyes, I do not know what is wrong with me. I cannot get a grip on this move. It happens with military spouses. It happens with uh, corporate, with any arena of those that move and so many women say I left behind everything you know I mean it's like a pattern it's like your faces and your names are different but your stories are the same you are so not alone when you find yourself just crying uncontrollably because you can't find the right Christian radio station on the radio or the newscaster on TV is not familiar and you feel like you know what's wrong with me these are little things and I'm just losing it and so uh, so many times when your entire root system has been pulled up from friends and family and places and homes and churches that you love that has been a part of your world, when that's pulled up from you in a move, you feel like that everything you know, everything that is familiar, has been left behind and that all you have is brown boxes. And the difficulty of that can leave you feeling emotionally devastated, emotionally discouraged, disillusioned, And there are those of you listening that I'm just speaking right where you are, honey. I'm speaking right where you live because you're living that uh, right now. And, you know, it has an enormous effect. What you leave behind has an enormous effect on your ability to adjust and start over in a new place. And so many times, your whole countenance is different. Uh, You feel different from the inside out. And you feel like that you are grieving. And you truly are. Um, To validate that, you're going through a grief process for everything that you have left behind. And the emotional impact uh, of that severing of a relationship or a place or a home or a church can uh, be devastating. But I want to tell you that you're not weird and you're not crazy. 
and that you are indeed going through uh, a grieving process much like what we go through with any major loss. You know, so many principles, biblical principles and practical principles that I share with you on my podcast are applicable to anyone that has been uprooted through change. It could be divorce. It could be downsizing. Uh, It could be through health issues or through deployment or any kind of major uprooting will take you through a grieving process. And let me just remind you that the steps of grieving that that movers feel or that anyone might feel, just to remind you, um, you may go through a denial. You may have just moved to, let's say, Podunk, USA, okay? Um, My anonymous name for anywhere you might be. And you just, you refuse to accept that that's home. I can remember when we moved to Phoenix, I would go through the job ads in the paper, and I would try real hard to to kind of sway Bill to think about going back to Atlanta. I was just in denial that Phoenix was really my home, and that's where we were. To me, I kept thinking temporary, temporary, but And I remember not even wanting to get an Arizona driver's license or an Arizona uh, plate for the car. I was in so much denial. And I kept writing my friends and saying, y'all, come on out here. Come on out here. Um, You know, it was just a matter of me not accepting. I was in denial. I was in deep root shock. And then anger. Deep down, I was so angry with Bill for a corporate move and for taking me away from family and friends, for taking me away from a home that I loved. And I was just angry with him. And let me tell you what, I was angry with God too. I thought, why did you let this happen? But you know what I've learned? That God is big enough to handle our anger. And he teaches us a lot through that. So I encourage you to understand that I'm getting ready to cough right now. (coughs) I am so determined to give you this message because I think you need it today that I'm just going to talk through this throat thing. But denial and anger are so um, natural to go through. Depression and sadness. Oh my gosh. You know, um, you're going to be depressed. You're going to be sad. Um, You know, when the reality hits that you're not going back and that you've got to put down roots, um, you can be very um, depressed and sad. And I encourage you again to realize that this is all part of the process of grieving. The important thing with depression and sadness, my friends, is not to get stuck in it. Hear me again. Don't get stuck in it. It will come and it will go under a normal grieving process. But you want to watch yourself and and make sure that it's not um, emotionally, that you're emotionally stuck in that. Um, Because then you might need additional help other than my voice encouraging you on this podcast. So, denial, 
yes. Anger, yes. Depression and sadness, yes. And then acceptance. Oh, my goodness. When you begin to feel like you belong, when you begin to make friends, when you begin to put down roots and accept your circumstances, um, when you're willing then to cherish everything you left behind and the memories of that and cling to God and begin to uh, step out and step up and get involved. And this, these are all the steps of grieving that you will face. And it might not be in that order, you know, and there is no timetable on it. You, you know, for some women, it may take um, a few weeks, for some a few months. Some may never get past that grieving. And it's, it's not the time itself, but it's what you do with that time. And it's what happens during that time. And so uh, as important as it is for you to let go and trust God and for you to start over with hope and for you to move forward with faith, it's important for you to understand yourself and that there is an emotional impact that you're going to go through. Um, and another thing is how much significance that you place on what you left behind and how you face change and being uprooted in the past will play a huge part in how you adjust and adapt. You know, there are those women that just, you know, they have a bag packed, they can unpack, they just move on with it. They don't think twice about it. Um, and they've, they are a unique um, a unique woman that can that can do that because so many of us um, definitely have the memories and all of those things we've left in the past that play a huge difference in how well we adjust and how well we adapt. So many times I've put my arms around women like you just to comfort you and remind you that everything and everyone you left behind is worth every tear because your tears are a part of your healing and you shouldn't keep them bottled up inside. It's okay to cry and sometimes I have to give women permission to open the floodgates and to release those tears. They'll hold it together for their children. They'll hold it together for their husband or for their new job. And I just want to remind you that you're not alone. Uh, you may feel cut off from your family. You may have left behind a home that you loved, a job that you loved, but you are not cut off from God. He did not bring you to this new place you are to abandon you. And I want those words to give you assurance and to help you put life in perspective. God can do great things in this move for you. And there will be those emotional lows that are a normal part of letting go. But I want to remind you um, of a couple of, of things that you need to know. And one is you're not weird or crazy. You are definitely going through that grieving process. And I add a sidebar. Just remember you don't get stuck in it, okay? And then the other thing is I want to remind you that it is okay to cry. Now, you don't want to cry day and night 24-7. 
You want to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and put on those stilettos and throw those shoulders back and face this new place and and get involved and join a church, join a church, join a church, get in a Bible study, join a community group, um, go to Zumba, join a gym, whatever it might take to get you out and get you involved. But it is okay to cry. You will have those moments unexpected where out of the clear blue, you'll just start crying. And then to remember that you're not alone. You're not alone. God will never leave you or forsake you. Um, You may be lonely, but you are never alone. And what a comfort God's Word is for us when we are going through that grieving process. Might I just share uh, one of my favorite scriptures with you and um, uh, the value that it had in my 14 moves, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare, not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. And then Deuteronomy 31, 8. Do not be afraid. Don't be afraid. For the Lord will go with you, will go before you, and will be with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Oh, may those verses just be a a soothing balm that is poured over you and that you begin to absorb and realize that you're not alone. My friends, so many times we get stuck in those past circumstances or hurts, in all the attachments that we left behind. But God is going to do new things beyond what you can imagine. And I encourage you to look again at your life with eyes of faith, with eyes of trust, with eyes of depending on a God who is unchanging in your changing world. Let me tell you something. God will make a way for you in this unfamiliar place. And he will transform your desert of disappointment into rivers of renewal. And you have to stand on his promises. And you have to know that with God there is hope for the future, regardless of the past, regardless of what you've left behind. I know when we left Atlanta and I left my dream home and I thought nothing will ever take the place of this home. It was just, it was everything I'd ever wanted. And as we drove away, all I could see was that wonderful home. But you know what? That home in Atlanta had become my security and my identity. I ask you, what have you left behind that's become your security and your identity. You see, that home was the place where I belonged, and I didn't care about finding another home. I knew nothing else would come close to being me, to reflecting me. And so I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about houses from that move. In fact, God taught me something important through every move, every house, and every place we've lived. (coughs) Have you ever stopped to ask yourself, what is God trying to teach me through all of this? 
These are some of the things that God has taught me. Security doesn't come from a house or from anything for that matter. Real security comes from only, only trusting in God. And another thing I learned was a house can bring me happiness, but it can't make me happy. It can't make me happy. Things cannot make you happy. They can bring you happiness, but they can't make you happy. Happiness is circumstantial. If everything is going well around you, then you're happy. But your real joy comes from inside and comes from knowing Jesus and being rooted and grounded in Him. The other thing I learned that God taught me was many times to grow as a person, I needed to move beyond my comfort zone. I was so comfortable in Atlanta. Oh my gosh, I knew where everything was, where the shopping was. I had family, friends there, knew all the outlets, had a great church, loved my home, my neighborhood. But I was in a comfort zone and God needed to move me out to pull my roots up and plant me in another place in order for me to grow. And I learned that spiritual growth comes in learning to depend on God to meet my needs. So many times we depend on people and things and stuff to meet our needs when only God can do that. People, places, and things should not be held on too tightly. And boy, was I good at holding on things too tightly. But they can keep you from embracing what God has planned for you. And so I, those are the things I learned, and I learned them the hard way. So I hope by passing on these uh, things that God taught me through leaving behind a home will help you. As a woman, you have an overwhelming need for that sense of belonging and that sense of community. And so many times it is that loss of family continuity of personal history that will leave you fragmented and disconnected. But I encourage you to understand that even though the pain of separation and the reality of being rootless will leave you wounded and will affect you emotionally, that you can move past this. You can start over. And you can begin to move forward. I hope that these few things have not only validated you, but have encouraged you. My desire for you with the emotional upheaval of a move that you will find that Jesus Christ will root and ground you and that you will allow yourself to grieve, but you will remember the things that God teaches you through this move. I will see you next time and hopefully this throat will be all cleared up. And hey, you have a great day.